What's well, everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by DGO Strategies. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dutton Woods Football on 96.9 The Legend. Got a fun show planned for you guys this week. We'll be recapping week zero in the Wiregrass. And also, I'll have a conversation with Cottonwood head coach Dustin Harrison. The Bears will be opening up their season this Friday at Ripu Stadium when they play Northside. Methodist. But before we do all that, let you guys know you can find me in the podcast. You can find me on social media at P Jordan SEC. Podcast is available on the wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast. And remember, this podcast will be moving to the Wiregrass Daily News Sports podcast feed after Labor Day. So just remember that and go subscribe to that show. And of course, you can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Now, Let's go around the wiregrass. All right, let's start things off on Thursday night. The Dothan Wolves were victorious in their season opener against Carroll, 59-14. This is a game you would have heard on 96.9, the legend. Uh, This is the most points and largest margin of victory since consolidation in 2019 for Dothan. Uh, They scored 57 last year versus Smith Station, so the 59 points is now the new record. And then the 45-point victory surpassed their 43-point victory against Godby from Florida in 2019. The Dutton Wolves scored on five of six possessions and for six turnovers in the game. They jumped out to a quick 23-0 lead and led 52-7 at halftime. Uh, They went with a running clock in the second half. For Dothan, Zach Walker set up the first score on a fumble recovery that set up a A.J. Alexander touchdown run. Uh, quarterback Sam Broadway connected with wide receiver Jaden Barnes for a 45-yard score. And like I said, they went with a running clock there in the second half. So big win for the Dothan Wolves, opening win uh, against Carroll. Carroll's a really good team. they got a, re- a bunch of really good players. Uh, it just it went the Dothan Wolves' way quickly early on in the game. And we'll see. But Carroll's going to have a tremendous season this year over in 5-8. Uh, Andalusia defeated Op 42-8. And then Northside Methodist, they defeated Houston County 25-6. Safan Ganey, it was his first game as head coach getting that victory. So uh, congratulations, Coach Ganey. Had him here on the show a few weeks ago as we were leading up to the season. They led 19-0 at halftime. Quarterback Harry Hicks connected with Safan Ganey Jr. for the first touchdown of the evening. And on the game, Hicks was 9-15 for 126 yards. All right, now let's jump over to Friday, and we're going to go with Enterprise and Eufaula. Uh, Enterprise was victorious 63-14 to to start 1-0 on the year. Uh, they honored former head coach Bill Bacon by naming the field after him. Uh, he coached there at Enterprise from 1974 to 2000, won state championships in 79 and 82, and he had a 24-98-5 overall record. Uh, for Enterprise, they scored on the first five possessions to go up 35-0 to zero at halftime. Uh, Dale County defeated Ayrton 33-20. to 20. Uh, Junior and Tristan Smith combined for four touchdowns and 250 yards. First win for Evan Ballard. I can talk with Coach Ganey. Uh, Coach Ballard was on the show a few weeks ago. You can go check that out if you want to. Uh, some congratulations to him on the victory. For Dale County, they jumped out to a 19-2 lead midway through the second quarter. Halen defeated Geneva 45-6. It was 33-6 at halftime. Uh, former head coach Howard Holland 
honored pregame. Uh, he passed away back in May. Uh, Houston Academy defeated Wittsburg 28-13. H.A. Uh, quarterback Caden Mitchell had three touchdowns on the game. Elba defeated New Broughton 35-8. Uh, four touchdowns for Alvin Henderson in that one. Highland Home defeated Providence Christian 39-0 to start 1-0. Asher defeated Graceville 42-6 to give David Stapleton excuse me, a victory in his first game as head coach. Goshen defeated Delville 49-22 to start 1-0. Now, we had some big performers in this one for Goshen. Jamari McClure running back. 258 yards and four touchdowns. He is a South Alabama commit. And the quarterback for Delville, Amarian Pinckney, he was 12-22 for 78 yards, but he ran for 211 yards and three touchdowns. And a few more games here. Kinston defeated Sampson 34-6. Colby 2 and Brent McCullough combined for three touchdowns and both had over 100 yards in the game. Pike Little Arts defeated Zion Chapel 16-14. Beulah defeated Abbeville 35-12, and Crenshaw Christian defeated Abbeville Christian 58-24. That's the scores. Not everybody in the area played in week zero, so there'll be a lot more scores in the opening segment on next week's show uh, when we go and do that. Anyways, that's for the Around the Wiregrass segment. Now I'm going to play you guys my conversation, my interview I had on Sunday night with Cottonwood Bears head coach Dustin Harrison. All right, joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report is Cottonwood Bears head coach, Dustin Harrison. And uh, Coach Harrison, I appreciate you coming on the show and t- to talk about the Bears. Yeah, anytime I can come on and talk Cottonwood football, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And uh, just uh, what's the excitement level? I know you guys played a jamboree uh, this past week, but getting ready for that first game of the season. Uh, everybody's excited. The players are excited. Cheerleaders are excited. Bands are excited. Coaches are excited. It's just that time of year and uh we got a lot you know a lot of good things going cottonwood just got a new field house finished and moved into it so this is our first season inside it and uh just got a lot of good things going on right now and, and everybody's excited including all the coaches so yeah and, and this is your fourth year uh there at cottonwood and, and every year there has been improvement uh with the team each and every year and and for you what what has been some key factors to that that improvement each year with the bears well we got we got a good administration we got we got great coaches we got great kids uh we got all the all the recipe there uh we got a great jv program i think that's been really our our big time key to kind of turning everything around um from the ground up has been the, the emphasis made on in jv uh last year our team went undefeated and um and the year before that they went six and two and the year before that they won two uh, but before we'd gotten to Cottonwood, our JV program had not won a game, had not won a game in like four years, four or five years. So that was a big point of emphasis. And I think that's that's probably been the biggest difference maker. But uh, just, you know, we got great kids and we got great coaches. Our coaches do an awesome job. And um, I think that's been the key thing to help us kind of turn things around. And, uh, you know, where or have you seen with your team throughout the, the spring and the summer that, you know, okay, they made that step to get into the postseason last year, now they're ready to take another step? Uh, well, the big thing is just their IQ is going up. Their experience is going up. Uh, they're, um, they're coachable. Uh, they, they put the work in. Um, and, you know, just learning how to lead has been a big thing. We've, we've emphasized this summer and we're still working on and, uh, and, and developing player-led leadership. 
and uh and just paying attention to detail the biggest thing the biggest difference we want to have and want to see this year from last year is attention to detail paying attention to the little things uh that make all the difference in a game that are so often overlooked and last year in the close games we lost every one of them came come down to little details and uh that's been the biggest thing that we've emphasized that's that's what we really want to see uh, moving forward this year is the attention to detail and player-led leadership instead of it all coming from coach-led. And, uh, you know, last year we were a very physical team. Last year we were in good shape. Um, but last year there was a lot of times we just didn't pay attention to detail. And uh, that got us – that we it got us in trouble several several games. So we, we hope to see that change more than anything moving this year. So uh, on Thursday night, you had Jambree with Slocum. Uh, the varsity won twenty-two to seven. The JV won fourteen to zero. And what were some of the uh, the big things you saw out of your team through that Jambree? Uh, what impressed us Thursday was uh, attention to detail. Uh, we we got a lot of the details right. Um, we still have to still had to fix a lot of small things. We did you know three or four things that you know that would really shy ourselves to put that game that we we wish we could fix, and we hope we will fix moving forward. I'm glad that, you know, glad that it was just a jamboree so we can clean those things up. But the great things we saw was was the effort. Our players played with great effort. There wasn't many lows. You you know, we watched every play, and uh, even on the back side of plays on defense, there wasn't – everybody was running to the football offensively. People were were blocking and holding their blocks, carrying out downfield. And uh, the effort was fantastic, we felt like. Uh, Our players had a great attitude, we felt like, and – we felt like the toughness and physicality was there. So the big things we really care, we really focus. We hit the nail on the head on all three of those. We're really proud of of our team for those things, and and I was proud that you know a lot. We got a lot of the small things right. Still, still made too many mistakes, but that's what a jamboree is for, for us to clean up. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, looking into the team, you mentioned a little bit. I was going to ask you about this, uh, the new field house, because uh, I was actually driving through Cottonwood probably two or three weeks ago, and, and, and I noticed this. Oh, that's something that's new, that's different. You know, everybody out there know, pull the curtain back. I went to Cottonwood, so I, I'm going to notice that, uh, something that's different that's than well, what was not there before. Uh, and you mentioned, you talked about it a little bit earlier, but just what was the excitement players getting into there, you know, how, how they're feeling about the new field house? Well, the old field house was built in 1986. They've been in, and, and when it was built in 86, I think it was probably a stellar uh, field house and locker room. But uh, since then, you know, that was over over 30 years ago, about 36 years ago when our new one came up. So in that time period, about every single school around us had, had far surpassed us as far as facilities and as far as locker room and weight room goes. And, uh the locker room, you know, is a sense of pride when players have their own locker room. It's nice. It, it's just it makes you kind of take pride in what you're doing because football is a very hard sport and it's it's not an easy sport with the heat and with the you know with the physicality required and the dedication and commitment level required through summer through off season. You know, it's just such a huge. Um, it, it's such a tough sport and uh, it is a fun sport, but it's not an easy sport. And so it's it's really nice for us to have something nice for our players that put so much hard work in to have and call their own and then as far as the weight room you know i believe that's where that's where your games are won and uh and in the in the past we we got a lot out of, of very little when it comes to our weight room we really got a lot out out of it but in that weight room we had to separate and uh every every single class we had we taught four athletic classes a day 
and had to spread our players out into four separate classes just to have enough space to get them in the weight room. And uh, and in those classes, it would be mixed with seven through twelve girls, boys, everything. And um, and you know that really kind of puts you behind a lot of other schools when you got to do it that way. But we didn't have any other choice based on the size and the space and and the safety. You know, we just it, it would not be safe for us to have had more more than what we had in the weight room. So we don't have that problem anymore. And now we're able to get all of our athletes in the same class, uh, third block, and that's just been a really a really cool thing, and uh, it's really helped us out a lot. It's, it's helped us be much more efficient with our time, and um, I really think it's going to make a huge difference uh, moving forward. You know, and looking at your team going through the, the spring, the summer, and here through fall camp, getting ready to play the first game of the season this Friday night, uh, what would you say would you see as the identity of your football team? Um, our identity is, is built on um, – giving great effort, playing with, with toughness, the Cottonwood way, um, paying attention to the small things, doing the small things right, um, playing with great effort all the time, not loafing, uh, doing your job, whatever your job is, the best you can, whether it be to signal in plays because you're injured or run water out to your teammates on timeouts or or be our snapper and snap it on fourth down or whatever your job is, everybody's got a job and every job is important. And if that job's not done to the best of your ability and executed, then it, it costs. And so I, I think our identity this year is just going to be a team built on uh, blue collar work, just work hard work and effort and toughness and, and attention to detail. Uh, and with your team, uh, quarterback, how's it looking with uh Braylon Morris and a uh, Caden Simmons there at quarterback? They both done an awesome job. Um, we had an inter-squad scrimmage the Thursday before last, and, uh, and both teams, uh, th- those two were on opposite teams, and both did a really good job uh, at quarterback. Um, we have one with uh, injury we're trying to get well, and it looks like he should be back um, this week, and um, we're hoping he will be. She should be. And so um, we got depth there. Um, Braylon does an excellent job. I trust Braylon at quarterback. He has a lot of uh, great characteristics to make him a, a very good look there at quarterback. And then Caden Simmons, obviously, being a senior quarterback that started for two years, uh, is also a great option that we're very comfortable with. And so both of them have their strengths, and both of them are team players. And um, and it's both of those guys have done a really good job. Uh, Fred, I remember last year when I had you on before, before the season, and you were really high on the office line. And you have three stars coming back from that group. How's that, how's that group looking uh with his setup, with obviously to protect the quarterbacks, get the running game going, and all that. Um, that group should be is one of our more improved groups from last year to this year. Um, a lot, a lot more experienced. Um, a lot of physicality. We got, we got decent size. I'd say about average size uh, for two A, but but those guys are kind of battle tested and and quick and um, are able to do a lot of stuff, and so. We've uh, we really made some big strides through the spring from the first week of spring to to our uh, scrimmage and slocum. Uh, that group, that position group, has gotten much much better, and um, and it's still nowhere near their reaching their potential. So if they keep improving like they have, uh, they'll be fun to watch. Oh, on the defense side of the ball, and you know you, you talked about you know physical, you know the fundamentals, all that stuff. Your defense, I know you got a lot of guys coming back on that side of the ball. What have you seen in your defense heading into the season? Um, they they play extremely well um, in our spring game, and then turn around and played extremely well in our jamboree. Um, our defense is is very good. We have a great defense coordinator. I put him against any 
other defensive coordinator in the area. Um, I mean, he's, he's very, very good, does an awesome job uh, scheming, does an awesome job teaching. And um, I feel like we're, we're very uh, – we're not simple to play against, but we, we're simple enough for our kids to be able to play fast. And uh, we're aggressive. Um, we've, we've improved greatly on, on covering the, the, the pass and, um, and fitting the run. And so, you know, we got a good group on defense. We've, we've developed a decent bit of depth there. Um, like you said, we've turned a lot of starters there. So that is, uh, that is the strength of the team. Uh, looking at your uh, opening uh, matchup this Friday, which will be at Ripu Stadium against Northside Memphis, and uh, coaches, I'll just say that looking at the history between Cottonwood and uh, Northside, uh, they're always close. I know for you as a coach, you probably you know not you know wish they wouldn't be so close all the time. I know there's been an overtime game it's there too as well. Uh, what makes it with these two matchups with, with you guys and Northside that they're always uh, down to the wire? Well, yeah, like you said, the last three years, the first year that I was at Cottonwood, it was a uh, I think it was 37-34 loss for us. The second year we won in overtime, 28-26, uh, to I want to say. Then last year I think we dropped it, 28-26. And so um, for whatever reason, and I don't I don't know why, uh, but it always is a very good game. It's almost like a, a classic rivalry game, even though we've only played each other three years. And so um, we're going to have to do everything we can um, right. We're going to have to execute right. We're going to have to execute every play. And and not make any minimal mistakes to to be able to to handle these guys. Uh, you know they're a really good team. They're well coached. Every year we play them, they've been well coached and they they played hard. And uh, and Northside is they're they're a tough opponent that usually does not beat themselves. And so we're gonna have to get out and execute. It all comes down to just executing and doing your job every single play, whatever your job is. And if we do that, we feel confident against them. But if if we don't, you know they're a very good team that can beat anybody they're gonna win a lot of games this year so you know you know for about know this listen to this we're recording this on sunday evening you know uh game is a few days out but uh what have you seen from them that really just sticks out in particular well i have not seen them they um they we played a jamboree they played a real game and, and they didn't really want to swap so we hadn't even seen them uh, don't know really don't know anything at all about them um i just know what we've seen in the past and um, and saw the score of the game against Columbia. So I don't know much else about them other than the fact that they're going to be ready and they're going to be prepared. And, and we hope that, you know, our kids will will um, will step up and execute and uh, do their job and, and play with toughness and physicality and effort and, uh, and bring a great attitude and be locked in. And if they are, then we feel good about it. Yeah, you know, last question uh, before I let you go. Just uh, you know, anything uh, about the team or just the community of Cottonwood? Uh, I haven't asked you about or you'd like to talk about. Um, we're just super excited about this team, about our administration, about the the faculty we got, the community at Cottonwood. Um, it's a special place, as you know, because you went there, and uh, Cottonwood's a great place that's supportive, and um, we're just super excited moving forward this year, especially like I said, with the new field house being complete. Our press box, you know, was just or we got brand new press box last year, um, brand new uh, field field house this year, locker room, weight room for girls, boys, um, and then I tell you, it's it's we we just got Pee Wee kicked back up, and so moving forward, you know, right now we're we're, we're here at Cottonwood at a special time, I think, and um, got a lot of things working in our favor, and uh, we just got to bring everybody together if we can get the whole community and uh, the whole community of Cottonwood all pulling in the same direction, we can. We can really do some special things, and that's what we plan to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, like I said, being an alum, alumnus from the school, I know that community. I know how they love the football team. They love the school, and it's a great community. And, uh, Coach, uh, excited for you uh, this week. Uh, like I said, kick off your first game against Northside. Uh, good luck this week, and uh, good luck through the season. And I uh, hope maybe we can uh, I can check back in with you sometime during the season. Yeah, Phil, that'd be great, man. All right, thanks, Coach. appreciate the time. Yes, sir. All right, once again, thanks to Coach Harrison for coming on the show this week. Talk all things Cottonwood Bears. Remember, they have their opening game this Friday at Ripley Stadium at 7 uh, when they visit to take on Northside Methodist. Now let's look at the schedule for this week's games. A lot more teams we play, like I said, in the open. Some teams play Jamboree. Some teams did not play in week zero. So we're full board uh, this week here with games in the Wiregrass. On Thursday evening, uh, you will have Charles Henderson playing at Mary Montgomery. It is the first game of the season for Charles Henderson. On Friday night, and I'm going to go through, we have some region matchups, and then we have a bunch of non-region. So we're going to go over to the region games first. 7A Region 2, a game you can hear on 96.9 The Legend on Friday night with pregame starting at 645. Kickoff is at 7. Dothan will be at Percy Julian. Percy Julian used to be Robert E. Lee. So that will kick off 7A Region 2 play for Dothan. And Enterprise will be at Auburn. So that's going to be a big one for Enterprise in that one. Uh, in 3A Region 2, Ashford will be at Providence. Ashford's 1-0, Providence 0-1. 1-0, Houston Academy will be at 0-1 Delville. Uh, Strawn has their season opener as well as Pike County has their season opener against each other. And then uh, a battle, two teams trying to get their first win after losses in Week 0. New Broughton will be at Op. And in 1A Region 2, 1-0 Kenson will be at 1-0 Elba. 1-0 uh, Florala. 0-0, sorry. 0-0 Florala will be at 0-0 Red Level. 0-1 Houston County will be at 0-1 Brantley. And then let's look at just what else is going on around the area. Abbeville will be at Headland. Uh, Whitsburg will be at Rehoboth. 0-1 Carroll will be at 1-0 Dale County. 0-1 Eufaula will be at 1-0 Stanhope Elmore. 1-0 Anderson will be at 1-0 Andalusia. GW Long and Slocum open up the season against each other. Chipley 0-1 will be at 0-1 Geneva. Cottonwood, as we mentioned, uh, first game of the season will be at Northside Methodist, who is 1-0. Then we have Geneva County. We'll play in Laverne. Laverne's 1-0 Geneva County. This will be their season opener. 1-0 Highland Home will be at 0-1 Ayrton. 0-1 uh, Zion Chapel will be at 1-0 Goshen. Barber County opens up their season as well as Calhoun against each other. That game will be at Calhoun. And then Independent, Pike Liberal Arts 1-0 will be at Bayside Academy, who is 1-0. And then AISA, Hooper Academy 0-1 will be at Abbeville Christian, who is 0-2. They played on the 18th, so their week zero stuff was a little extended. So Abbeville Christian has played two games so far. So that is your schedule uh, for next weekend so i'm sure next week's show will be a little bit more lengthy uh we'll have a little bit more to go over stuff like that so uh but we will be here next week uh so going into it though that will be going into labor day weekend which labor day is on monday so you probably won't get the wiregrass high school football port until tuesday uh, i'll probably have it recorded but we won't release it till tuesday but just hey just pay attention to the wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast you'll see see it there uh, when it's ready to be listened to next week and that's going to do it for this edition of the wiregrass high school football report once again thanks to cottonwood head coach dustin harrison for coming on the show thank you for listening 
And uh, always, I love your feedback. You know how to get a hold of me. Follow me at P. Jordan SEC, or you can email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Go out, check out a week one game. Listen to the Dothan Wolves on 96.9 The Legend Friday night against Percy Julian. Listen to the Coaches Show also on Thursday night at 8 o'clock on 96.9 The Legend. And if you happen to miss the show, you can check it out on the wiregrassdailynews.com in podcast form as well. Anyways, guys, until next week, bye-bye.